This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio page, check out past shows and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play and Spotify. That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date on the latest shows. Now, today's episode looks at some proposed changes to the rules for retirement accounts. Now, these changes are proposed in the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act or the SECURE Act that passed the House of Representatives in May 2019 on a 417 to three vote. The SECURE Act is currently under debate in the U.S. Senate. I'm currently debating how long it took them to come up with that name so that they could call it the SECURE Act. I'm, best, I'm betting it was way too long. But um, but before we tackle the potential piece of legislation, let's welcome my right honorable co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how you doing today? Well, I'm doing great now that you've called me the right and honorable. I think that's a first. Someone had to. <laughs> no one has in the past, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, that is definitely a first. Um, I like setting precedents. <laughs> you do. You do. You like sitting precedents, like Lincoln. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's a bad joke. A bad joke. A bad I almost joke. made it worse. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of a bad joke. A dad joke. I've got plenty of them. I'll, I'll get to that later in the show, but I've been great. I've had a good week. How about you, Matt? How are you doing? Oh, I've been doing great. I love, you know, like I said, I love winter. We've had some snow recently, so I've been enjoying that and watching the kids get ready for the holidays. It's a great time of year. Oh, it is. I I like it, although I'm somewhat allergic to cold and snow. Um, I've had enough all my life. You know what I mean? Uh, The older I, I get, the less I like the cold. The older I get, the more I like the cold. I don't know what it is. It's I I, I just have, I I love every season, but I really appreciate winter. I think really? perhaps the most. Yeah, I just I didn't know that does something for me. The snowstorm is when it's just like so quiet when the snow is falling. It's just so peaceful. Something about it. Something about it. Just well, wonderful. yeah, that and, first snow, especially if it's it makes it so quiet outside. You step outside. Yeah. That <laughs> is beautiful for about five minutes, and then I have to shovel the driveway. <laughs> then you have all the holidays around it that are just you know that just have so many great memories around them. Thanksgiving, Christmas, yep. New Year's and all that stuff. So it's just, just one of those great seasons. For well, me, you've but. made me turn my attitude around. That's, that's <laughs> and we just had our company Christmas party with all their clients come and you know, we got a band, everybody's dancing. It's a lot of fun. So that just happened. So yeah, everything's great. Awesome. So you said we're talking about the secure act. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Tell us more about that. Besides a silly name. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't imagine the committee the government had to put together to create that acronym. But 
let's just say uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this because it may impact a lot of people. There's several different changes in the potential law, so we have several different resources, including the act itself from the House Ways and Means Committee for today's show. Now, this document highlights some of the proposed changes that could impact how some individual retirement accounts are used. Yeah, and I know there's a lot to cover here, but what do you think is the most important or one of the biggest items proposed in this new bill? Mm, probably one of the biggest changes within the SECURE Act deals with how IRAs are treated after the account holder dies. Uh, under current rules, many individuals use IRAs as part of their estate plan. And July 2019 Barron's.com article that did the stretch IRA is about to snap under the SECURE Act. It explains how IRAs can be used for estate planning. Investors can bequeath their IRA to heirs like grandchildren, and this can have some potential tax advantages for those heirs. Because each IRA has has required minimum distributions, also known as RMDs, that, that begin once the policyholder reaches the age of 70 and a half. Now, while a grandchild would still have to take the RMDs, due to the younger age, they could stretch out those distributions over a longer period and allowed them to potentially minimize their tax liability. Oh, okay. So these are basically stretch IRAs. I've heard you talk yeah. about those before. And that is a popular estate planning tool is to use your IRA and stretch it over uh, you know, a generation or two, right? Yeah, they are used by some individuals, not used by everyone. They're, they started getting attention from the press and Congress during the 2012, 2012 presidential election. That was uh, through some of the financial disclosures. It was made known Mitt Romney had an IRA that was worth up to something, I think it was $102 million. Wow. Now, pro yeah, prompted a lot of questions in both the media and in Congress. And Congress has investigated changing rules related to stretch IRAs before, I'd say most notably during the Obama administration a few years back. This time, they've partnered those changes with others. It's possible that, you know, well, you never know with government, but it's likely this bill will eventually become law. So a lot of people are going to, they're going to make it harder to do that stretch IRA option and make it not quite so uh, beneficial to some. What are the other things that the new SECURE Act could change? Well, if even if we fo keep focusing on the stretch IRAs, it would require that RMDs take place within 10 years of the original account owner's death. So this would likely increase tax revenues due to those distributions placing the beneficiaries in a higher income tax bracket since you can't stretch it out. Secure, Secure Act would make this change to so-called stretch IRAs in order to create more tax revenue from those distributions. Because if there's anything the government loves, it's more tax money so that they can spend <laughs> more stuff. So um, more tax revenues needed to make up for several of the other changes the act makes. There was a 2019 CNBC article from June, uh, five tips for advisors to consider before the stretch IRA d dies out. And if your advisor hasn't talked about some of these, you might want to uh, sit down and do that. Uh, and one part of the SECURE Act allows for small businesses to work together to sponsor a retirement plan for their employees through a plan called the Multiple Employer Plan, or it's now called also an MEP. I just like saying MEP. Map. 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 <laughs> Sounds like something from the Coneheads. Map. Uh, I love all these acronyms, and I didn't know about these multiple employer plans. Uh, I must admit, uh, you know, that. I, I'm not, I, that's really a first for me. Tell us more about those. Absolutely. So let's define what it is. First, uh, according to Investopedia.com, uh, they're a retirement savings plan adopted by two or more employers that are unrelated for tax purposes. The Internal Revenue Service and the U.S. Department of Labor determine if employers are unrelated. Um, a MEP, as you so 
like to say in here oh, yeah. can be either a defined contribution retirement plan like a 401k or it can be a defined benefit pension plan. MEPs are run by a MEP sponsor. In most cases, the sponsor has a fiduciary liability for the plan and carries out all the administrative duties as well. Gotcha. So remind me, uh, remind our listeners what if I know, but what is a fiduciary for our listeners out there? It's us. It's what we do at Compass. Well, fiduciaries act on behalf of others in their best interest. It's not just whether or not it's suitable or can work. It's is it in their best interest. So in this case, the MEP sponsor performs the fiduciary duty for those that join the multiple employer plan. Those companies that join the plan are known as adopting employers. Uh, The MEP sponsor owes the duties of good faith and trust to the adopting employers of the MEP or, if you will, one more time, allow me, MEP. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, we can get in the weeds with that, but how does it impact small businesses? Is that a positive change then with the SECURE Act? Yeah, I'm sorry I have to do those jokes, but, you know, sometimes just fact after fact after fact needs some lightening up. Uh, Uh, Yeah, this one, it's a dry topic. That's for sure. Yeah. So positive and negative, it depends on your point of view. SECURE Act that that passed the House opens multiple employer plans or MEPs to more employers. Currently, these types of plans require that businesses share a common economic or representational interest. Uh, So it could be a good thing or it could be one of those things that holds MEPs back from their full potential. It's it's still up in the air. All right. Well, I think it's important that we're discussing today the SECURE Act because, like you said, the probability is it will pass. It's going to really um, take away some of the benefits of stretch IRAs. And then, of course, the MEP. It's going to affect that. But before we move on, there we're actually getting into the meat of it and going to get a little more information for our listeners that uh, might relate more to them individually. But first, how do they get a hold of you? If they have questions about this or their finances, getting a plan in place, uh, how do they do that? If you don't have that light that shines the compass thing into the sky, the best thing to do is call 800-339-9252, or you can go to the website compass-ltd.com. All right. That sounds great. You know, a a lot of our humor on the show might be, at least for me, I get accused of dad jokes. Do you get accused of that sometimes? A lot of those. And then sometimes people just don't get my sense of humor. Yeah. So I do. I love dad jokes. It's my right as a dad, isn't it? It is your right as a dad. Yeah. Yeah. So here's here's a question for you. When does a joke become a dad joke? When, Tony? When it becomes apparent. Ah, that's a dad See joke. See what I did? I that's made a dad, dad joke. joke out of dad jokes. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, what a bonus for today's I'm laughing at it, so it tells you where my head is. For today's listeners. You know, and we're going over some of these rules uh, for the SECURE Act uh, and maybe proposed changes that will affect retirement accounts, which is why we're talking about it. And that's the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act. <laughs> Yep. They had to come up with that to create the acronym SECURE, the yeah. SECURE Act. And so we talked about the stretch IRAs and the multi-employer plans. Um, so my financial vocabulary is expanding today, but how will the SECURE Act impact these plans? 
So there was a blog post from MassMutual.com says what the SECURE Act could mean for businesses. The SECURE Act would allow more types of businesses to work together in a, in a MEP. Currently, businesses must have a common economic or representational interest. Uh, these could allow more businesses to potentially cut costs, eliminate regulatory red tape, and even limit legal liability. The Congress would also like to make it easier for these plans to be administered as well. The SECURE Act directs the DOL to simplify reporting for MEPs for plans that cover less than a thousand employees. That's amazing that you know that's that's the threshold for it's kind of a smaller business. But however, in order to qualify for the simplified reporting, each participating employer must have less than a hundred employees in the plan. Oh, okay. So and you're a relatively small employer, so that might yeah. apply to you, right? Theory, I mean, we have a 401k as a small business. Listen, there's a lot of stuff that works behind the scenes in 401ks that, you know, you could definitely help your company reduce costs because the more assets that are in the plan, the more options and less costs are available to the plan. So sometimes it's cost prohibitive for small businesses to start these things up. And if they can latch on to a couple more companies, then it makes it a lot better of an option for them to do it. So I, I think it's a great idea. It's one of those one. It's one of these things where, as much as I may disagree with how long it probably took him to come up with the name for the act, the act itself may be a, a parts of it can be a big bonus. Yeah, well, for sure. So, are there any other changes to IRAs that the Secure Act proposes? Yeah, another facet of it repeals the maximum contribution age of 70 and a half. Again, probably a good thing. With the average life expectancy increasing, employers are working longer, they can continue contributing to their retirement accounts. There has been some criticism of this provision. You know, the critics say that it mostly benefits those with significant tax-deferred savings, and this change would allow them to grow this money for a longer period of time. Uh, there are other, you know, which is basically critics saying the government can't get their taxes quick enough. Um, but, you know, that's the government does need some money to run. And there are other suggested changes to RMD rules. Some have included allowing smaller accounts, like those with a value of less than $100,000, to be relieved of withdrawal requirements for the owner account. So there's, you know, again, there's pluses and minuses all over the, all over the act. Right. Uh, that's true. Uh, there's positives and negatives here. Uh, I think some, most of these are pluses, what we're talking about right now. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Obviously, um, you know, taking away that maximum contribution age, that would help. Uh, that seems like a really beneficial change. Yeah, and I, I mean, with, a lot of these are beneficial changes for a lot of people. If you plan on using your IRA as a stretch IRA, you may want to look at other potential options to pass on your legacy. That may be one of those ones where it's not a beneficial change. You know, in the barons.com article we discussed earlier, they suggest one option may to be to convert your IRA into a, your traditional into a Roth. It would result in current tax consequences, but might provide future tax benefits for your beneficiaries. If you need help figuring out if that's a good process to go through, that's another great reason to reach out to your financial services professional or even us. Well, yeah, there's a lot of different scenarios and that's where you come in because, you know, do you pay taxes now as opposed to when the funds are withdrawn through your RMDs? Those types of questions and the way you set things up can make a huge difference. 
Yeah, all part of the plan. You know, you, uh, having those things as part of your plan can make a huge difference in your overall success rates. Uh, another option you might want to consider to use the money from the IRA to purchase a life insurance policy with your heirs as beneficiaries. You know, if you want to control how the money's distributed, you may also want to investigate creating a trust so that your wishes are followed after your death. So, you know, your legal team, your financial team, hopefully they're working together. We have a couple, you know, lawyers that we work with attorneys great estate planning attorneys that we work with we are, we have three usually on available at any given time so that people find one that they're most comfortable working with happiest working with or easiest geographically whatever it may be for them um and i i i would always stress make sure you're working with somebody if somebody's suggesting that you work with someone make sure it's just a strategic relationship they only benefit by knowing that they're giving you good service as a client, that there's not some you know monetary thing that should be disclosed. And it's an easy question to ask and it should be disclosed to you anyway, but it's always something you want to make sure you're not just being force fed to somebody as a result of a referral fee. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, you're right. I, I think that's so important to work with a trusted financial professional. Find the right one who's going to always look out for your best interest, which is the definition of fiduciary. Sure is. I learned that in today's show. Hey, like we said, your vocabulary is going by leaps and bounds, Tony. It is. It is. Uh, what is you know, and what is a, a lot of things can change in the IRA. So it's important to remember the proposed legislation is not the, yet the actual law. So, you know, visit your financial professional and see what changes might impact you here. Right. So and then you said you had an article from U.S. News and World Report you wanted to talk about a little bit. Yeah, so the last piece I want to talk about here is how to retool is this article from US News and World Report. It's it's got along this planning thing or retirement strategies and how things change over time. And this one's just it takes a turn away from the Secure Act, but it's how to retool your retirement plan after divorce. It's available at money.usnews.com. For a lot of people, divorce causes major changes in most areas of life. Just like the Secure Act can cause some major changes in your planning for stretch IRAs, et cetera. Retirement strategy is just one area that's impacted. Both individuals will need to adjust, but the one with less income will likely have to adjust more. So I just wanted to take a couple minutes while we had it to look at a few steps the U.S. News and World Report article suggests for making that adjustment. So what's the first suggestion? Okay, the first one's one most people hopefully never have to hear, but maybe might. It's called Qualified Domestic Relations Order. It's also known as a QDRO. Uh, you might want to consider this. It's important if your former spouse or partner had an employer-sponsored retirement plan and you're entitled to a portion of it as part of your divorce agreement. QDROs require payouts to plan non-participants, and these are often very complex, very time-consuming. You may want to work with an attorney or an actuary as retirement plans often have very specific specific requirements as to how QDROs are written. Wow. Okay. So we went from MEPS to Quadros. Yeah. Yep. QDRO or a Quadro, I've heard them called. Uh, yeah. Crazy. There's so many, there's so many acronyms and so many letters. It's so confusing. Again, this is one of the reasons you want to sit down and, and talk to a financial professional, a lawyer and or a a dictionary and thesaurus, uh, you know, these, these quadros, QDROs, if I said quadro and some people saw QDRO, they may not make that jump. So know that when we say quadro right now, we're talking about those four letters. Uh, you can receive money through them. 
You can roll it into your own IRA or other retirement accounts. There was a marketwatch.com article from August 2017 entitled Getting Divorced, How to Avoid Tax Pitfalls When Splitting Up Retirement Accounts. I always want to read those articles. In a, uh, it in sounds like a, like a fun one. Old time radio voice. but <laughs> And using them can be a valuable way to split up retirement accounts. It allows the spouse to receive the money to roll it over tax-free into an IRA. Well, since we're headed this direction, I have a question for you. How does divorce impact your Social Security? That's a big part of people's retirement income. So how does divorce affect that? Yeah, phenomenal question, Tony. Uh, another thing to keep in mind, yeah, divorce doesn't necessarily mean that you lose out on Social Security spousal benefits through your former spouse. So if you were married for 10 years and have not remarried, you're entitled to spousal benefits from your ex-spouse or partner's Social Security record. So your social security benefit amount will be impacted by the timing of filing for it. Again, why you should probably go talk to a financial services professional. We always offer the social security maximization uh, report. It's a customized one based on your unique situation. You can check that out on our website. If you go to the color of money risk analysis, fill that out. You have a chance to request that report. I highly suggest, especially if you are interested in what your divorce spousal benefit might be to look that up. Definitely. So, are there any other tips you want to share with us? Yeah, I mean, I know we're getting close on time here, so let's take the next three tip, uh, three tips and combine them into one. It suggests creating an inventory of assets, updating your retirement plan, and contributing to your savings. And the easiest way to combine all those into one statement is go meet with your planner, get your plan put together. Uh, that's the easiest way to take those three tips. If you don't have a planner, uh, you'd like someone to examine the options not connected to your uh, former spouse, find one. I don't know of any of my clients currently going through this, so you can come talk to us. Uh, but get get your plan together, and that's the best way to take those three and combine them into one piece. Yeah, for sure. And it's good to know that there, the SECURE Act might be bringing some of those changes down the line, some good ones for retirees who are trying to save in those retirement accounts like IRAs. And I know that you really work a lot with folks with their 401ks, 403bs, IRAs, and an overall retirement planning and retirement income plan, a written plan. So how can our listeners set up a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation with you to do that? Super simple. Yeah, call us 800-339-9252. Or if you don't like talking to people on the phone, just email us. You can go to the website and get contact us at compass-ltd.com. Two very simple ways. Uh, again, there's no cost. There's no obligation. We'll sit down. We'll talk about some of these options. Talk about what you have to do to put your plan together. Get those baby steps moving so that you can have that life you want in the future. Still taking care of that life you need to have today. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.